Welcome to the Inventory Professional Podcast, brought to you by Inventory Base, providers of industry-leading property inspection software, accredited training, and on-demand property reports. Join us as we discuss the latest news, legislation, and all things property, hosted by our very own inventory expert, Sean Hemming Metcalf. With regular special guests, listen in to our open and honest discussions about the role of the inventory professional and how to navigate through this ever-changing, fast-paced industry. Welcome to the Inventory Professional Podcast with me, Sean from Inventory Base Academy. So today I'm joined by Zoe Taylor from Assist Inventories. Zoe, tell us a bit about yourself and your service. Hello, yes, thanks for having me. Um, So Assist Inventories... We do bespoke residential, commercial, built-to-rent industries alongside other related services that support letting agents, developers and landlords. Over the last seven years, our core service has been inventories, but we're constantly in touch with our clients and build products around what they need or any new legislations that come about. So we now also offer services like legionnaire risk assessments, PAT testing, deposit dispute advice, property viewing, um, which is an unusual thing for an inventory provider to offer. But the landlords that don't live locally to their portfolio absolutely love us being able to take that off their hands. We're always looking to expand and tweak what we offer because at the end of the day, our job is to take the load off our clients when they're organising their tenancies. No, that sounds really, really good. And yeah, I certainly agree with you in regards to the service offering to the private landlords, because there is so many that don't live locally that that, especially um, I think I see a lot more doing properties and property management um, up north when they're based down south. Um, I see that quite a lot, but certainly also within the London area, a lot of them are actually offshore as well. So I can definitely, definitely see where that um, particular service of yours will really come in handy. So it's, it's always good. I think from an industry supply point of view to keep your options open, to have different revenue streams maybe than sticking to one particular one, because you never know, especially how things have gone the last few years, how the market will chop, change, pivot, and you need as a service um, to definitely go with that. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, we've also expanded in doing sort of news articles as well at the moment. Uh, We've got a great, uh, Uh, e-newsletter where we do a five by five interviews um, basically five minutes five questions with an industry expert Simon Shinerock uh, chairman at Choices was one of our recent uh, targets and these are getting published in Negotiator Estate Agents Today you know so now we're also serving up news and conversations to agents giving them insight into all areas of their business not not just inventories And there is so much to our industry. We were talking just off podcast earlier on, weren't we? And saying, you know, how diverse the industry is and how much we as providers need to understand and know about the industry so that we can really give the best possible service because we understand the impacts and the pain points. Oh, yeah, we're all about that. We're all about adapting and changing to, you know, new legislation, to what our clients need. You you can't just provide inventories. I think that's not, you know, not going to help you succeed as a company is just sticking by one model. Um, Definitely not if you're looking to expand, for sure. Um, I think we were, again, we were talking earlier on um, about the fact that 
you know, the perception of the industry, certainly at the moment, and has been for many, many years, I believe, is to say a report service, if someone comes in, does a couple of pictures, few bits of uh, note taking, and that's kind of like, like it. But we know, you know, from a service delivery point of view, it is so much more than that. And we're, there's so much more expected of us as a, a supplier to the industry. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's even little things as well to help them. So we're now our latest venture is, which is another example of us listening and and helping our customers is over the years, I've been asked countless of times, do you know a good cleaner, uh, a good handyman, an EPC provider? So we thought, okay, well, let's start building a directory of suppliers for, you know, residential uh, uh, companies. Let's someone that, you know, we would trust and recommend, you know, have that sit on our website so it's easy to access and, and search the trade that you need. You know, like like the new residential yellow pages, you need a locksmith, you need a CRM platform, then, you know, it's all in one sort of handy Harry place. Uh, for you just to go and find this information um, we're, we're trying to think of a good name and a slogan for it so we might do a competition at some stage but even that's so just a little something extra that we offer well I think you've already got your slogan Handy Harry <laughs> I quite like Handy that. Harry yeah, I love <laughs> I mean you know and, and I agree really? with you because I, I myself been asked so many times you know do you know I need a do you know a builder a carpenter a carpet fitter cleaner there's always questions and queries about you know different suppliers that um, people want and they need recommendation like you said you you've got to be so careful now because anybody you recommend has potential to reflect back on you as a service provider so you you want to know that if you are recommending them that they are um, qualified insured um, and that they're going to do a good job and that's one of the reasons we have work streams because that's exactly what we're providing in regards to um, inventory providers to gas safety electrical engineers right the way through to drone pilots it's about having that confidence but also that access via the uh, work streams and inventory based system to be able to then link with those um, suppliers and and hopefully then get a really good job done yeah totally agree so one of the um recent events in your history with assist inventories i believe you've just won an award i have Thank you. Well done. Well done. Congratulations. So tell us about it. Oh, yeah. So, um, well, it was a real honour, actually, uh, to win the People's Award. I wasn't, I didn't even know I was entered into it, to be honest. I'm not sure how that all works on the Esther's side of stuff. But um, when they were announcing the shortlist, my name popped up. My bosses said, oh, you know, you, you're in for the People's Award. And I was, what what, what People Award? Okay. <laughs> so, like, we're really, really excited about that. It was a real honour. I'd like to say thank you to you for collecting my award on the, on the day. Was it was it a good night? Yeah, it was a fabulous night. I, I got to walk past and look up at Phil Spencer. So that really was a highlight for me. Um, but no, it was really good. It was good to have literally, I think it was like 101 tables, over a thousand industry professionals there, you know, estate agents, letting agents, suppliers, conveyances, all in one space, um, you know, so celebrating what's been for everyone, you know, a very difficult time showcasing that, you know, how well 
suppliers and and all of those categories have done and the levels of service um, provided throughout you know the last few years so it was really nice to you know be able to celebrate that with everybody so it was an absolute pleasure to um, pick up your award for you and it was just just so nice let your hair down enjoy you know um, have a really good meal you know, speak to other people made some really good friends um, linked linked up with a few more people that I've been zooming over the last um, year or two um, that um, knew by face but that was about it and um, it was it was nice to actually touch base with them all so I think now that the industry and the industry awards are all coming back I know you're up for a negotiators award same as we are inventory base yeah we are um the supplier of the year business products and services I believe is our our award so fingers crossed for another one yeah, oh, it should be good. Should be good, but it's a great way of showcasing, you know, suppliers and what they're doing in the industry and showing them that we're not just behind the the curtains, as it were. All of a sudden, there's a report and you don't know who's done it. You know, there's a human element, there's a human face to that, and that um, these are real people doing really hard jobs and and doing them really really well. Oh yeah, definitely. Our, our clerks worked really hard during the pandemic. It was, you know, they were amazing. I, I can't thank them enough for continuing doing their job and still doing it well when, you know, this was all happening around us. So, so I'm eternally grateful for them. I totally agree with you. And obviously that naturally dovetails in just to how the, the service industry is as a whole. And I know we talked again about, you know, you listening to your clients, finding out what they need, developing around and with them. So, yeah, so for Assist, it's all about staying in touch with our clients' needs, like you know, we've mentioned earlier, you know, really listening to what they want and keeping up to date on what's developing around them too. Legislation in this industry is causing all sorts of backlashes from the end of no-fault Section 21 evictions, uh, higher taxes and constant red tape for landlords, And all of this is leading to a decline in stock. I mean, there's plenty of tenant demand, but agents are having to work harder and compete to get the stock that is out there. So it's obviously it's vital for them to keep their landlord clients happy to get repeat business. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so the important thing is, is that assist, we see ourselves and act as an extension of the agent's brand. You know, so we kind of feel that we do play a small part in their customer satisfaction and their customer retention. Like, for example, so, for example, if an agent instructs an inventory provider whose report is then used in a dispute, but that report doesn't stand up, then the landlord loses out. And as a result, the agent will also lose out because it's very likely that that landlord will use another agent for the next lap. So it's not it's not just about getting the right inventory at the right price for your landlord. It's choosing the right provider that ensures your landlord's investment is protected and you keep your client. So really, basically for us, it just success means that you have to make sure that you're on top and and ready to make changes. And I think that, again, that does tell straight back to the whole point of listening and talking to your client, understanding the industry, knowing what's going on, 
being literally there on top of everything so that when they're asking you questions, you're already aware of what might be impacting them. And like you said, the legislations, the changes, and even the fact that the uh, rental reform white papers have been put back already, that's already been felt in the industry. It'll be used almost as kind of like a standard for everything going forward for the industry. And to have that held back is actually going to cause us problems as well as, especially like you said, the legislation changes that are going on at the moment there's so many of them it in a way it's getting very crowded very difficult to understand difficult to understand where the route map is where do we go from here what do we do next and and, you know how do we make sure that we're compliant all the time again like you said with all this legislation that that, um, underpins the industry yeah there's a lot I read a really good white paper recently I think it was good lord that had um, three industry experts explain what was going on and their side of it. And there were some really interesting little things that are popping up. And there's a, a new legislation about um, landlords that may reside in China and mm-hmm. um, what agents have to be aware, data compliant, particularly for that. There's whole loads of lots of little changes being made that, you know, our clients and us, I mean, it's important that I know what's going to affect my client. I think you're quite right. Um, And it's something we certainly talk about all the time, inventory-based academy, inventory-based myself with my own business and my own clerks and clients, that you've got to be on top of all of this and understand exactly how it's going to potentially impact and not just wait for it to happen. I think the tenant feedback was a prime example of that. The fact that we got behind it, we understood what it meant and also understood what the potential impacts would be so that we could prepare ourselves, prepare our clients and make sure that no one fell foul, you know, as we started down that road of not being able to charge the tenants anything and everything, then go back to the landlords. And as you well know, yeah, it's all about providing not just the service, but also the value of service. I'd also like to say having the ability to bespoke your services and reports to fit your agents in-house admin processes is, is important too. Every client has a particular need or want. That could be anything from changing the care of on an invoice for each booking or assist sending reports and monitoring tenant signatures. Some agents prefer to do that in-house, but most clients really appreciate that being taken off their hands. Uh, bespoke inventory reports that include completely different or additional items or if they just want to send an email and say you know this is what we need and we take care of everything else the timing the access and at the end they just get a signed and completed report at the end have to say I can't tell you how happy I am for inventory base that helps us all do this Um, (laughs) thank you it's like honestly you're it's a dream because One of the last inventory companies I worked for used Outlook, Calendar and Word. I mean, it's the horror, like (laughs) no idea how I coped. And it would have been absolutely impossible for me to actually grow the business. So I definitely could not do that without, you know, without you guys. Oh, that's amazing to hear. That's really good. I mean, the system is absolutely brilliant and it's so responsive, but equally so easy to understand and to use. And then like as you, I know that you're aware and I am as well that there's sometimes there's little bits of think oh if it could do this 
that would be even better. And you just got to ask. And sometimes it's it's easy to do, or sometimes it might take a little bit of time, but it, they always get there. And and I think that's one of the best things about any kind of prop tech. It's got to be useful to you as a user as well as to your clients. And if you've got a responsive uh, company like infantry base building the systems for you that work with you and do what you need them to do that to me is just the absolute dream yeah i mean i i think i might drive your developers crazy sometimes because i'm like oh what about if i just had a little button here that just did this oh <laughs> they're like you know they're lovely and they're always like we'll push that forward to the developers thanks for letting us know i mean it just gives us and our clients so much range for bespoking anything that they want you know you've got your auto notifications direct sharing reports comment management and signature management it's like basically everything we need to keep in line with our bespoke ethos and and cherries sprinkled on top it's a it's a dream and we now sort of like promote this as one of our USPs is providing this inventory management platform it's not just for us to be able to provide these great top-notch reports it's the clients can use it there's a back end where the clients get to see their dashboard all their portfolios at a glance rather than them emailing me saying where are we at with this particular point of uh, 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 an instruction they can go online and see straight away, need a report download, on they pop to their dashboard, download it. It just saves so much admin time for the agents as well using using this platform. It's not just brilliant for us, it's mm-hmm. brilliant for clients as well. It's all about the efficiencies, isn't it? It's about making it nice, simple, easy to use and does exactly what it is that you want it to do. And then that in itself takes away so much stress, so much, um, it, so many issues that, you know, in other systems and other ways that people do their reports can, you know, can actually give you more of a headache um, rather than actually help you. And, and I think that's really important, especially today, because we're always thinking about getting everything done now or we want it uh almost instantly or within 24 hours so the the infrastructure has to be able to work with that and develop with that to be able to give you the tools so you can then go to your clients go yep I can do that for you. Lastly I think another really important ingredient for success is 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 definitely your staff you know we provide Mm. top-notch reports but we are actually only as good as our worst clerk uh, which of course we don't want any worse clerk so (laughs) uh, yeah no thank you very much um so we have a, a field training manager that shadows our clerks on uh, quarterly reviews. Uh, we've got a head clerk that's always there to help answer any questions or help them develop their career. Another plug for you guys, like Academy, thank you. Uh, such a great platform for you know helping our, our staff develop themselves. So we've got some clerks doing the uh, NSPCC Safeguarding Awareness course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, such a great cause. And I think that, you know, it's a brilliant course to offer. We've got a couple of clerks doing that one. Um, and there was a house one. That reminds me what your habitation. Well, yeah, so we've got credited courses for Learn How to Produce Professional Inventory Reports. Um, we've also got them for Fitness for Human Habitation and also for Legionella Risk Assessments. Um, and there's a variety of other resources that we provide, deposit disputes, um, how to do commercial inventories. So the idea is, is to provide uh, clerks and businesses with additional training and options and, and 
try and give them the help and support that maybe doesn't necessarily get given in the rest of the industry as much as it should do, bearing in mind that we do have a couple of um, industry associations, which I don't think right at this moment necessarily provide what we need as suppliers in order to be able to do our job and do our job well within the current industry in and the way the housing is at the moment yeah no I would agree I also feel that you know industries are not fully supported in the industry at all they get a bit of a bad rap the importance isn't really fully appreciated I I mean I get it it's like insurance isn't it you don't want to spend your money on what might happen there's better things to spend it on in the present Mm -hmm. so support with educating the industry I think is slightly lacking uh, some clients have said to me, the landlords decided not to go ahead and have an inventory. It's like, alarm bells, you know, yep. this is not what is best for their client. But them understanding why is crucial. Mm. We've got this uh, little leaflet that we share with our clients that they can then forward on to the landlords explaining why having a third party inventory is is so important. You know, if you take the risk and you don't get one conducted, or you do and you pay for a cheap one, you risk losing thousands. You know, spend a couple of hundred quid now versus losing thousands later is a bit of a no-brainer, really. I don't know if you're aware, but the AIIC were in the process of lobbying for third-party inventory reports to be mandatory. Yes, Um, yeah, I was, yeah. Which is an exciting prospect, but, you know, unfortunately the chairman left and I don't think it's actually a priority for them at the moment. I mean, we definitely get on the bandwagon for that if anyone is uh, up for taking that challenge, hint, hint, inventory base. It's something we've discussed on um, a quite um, a lot, it, with the, certainly with the industry, with suppliers like yourself and myself, and also the wider industry. And I think there is an appetite there for that. But I think with the rental reform, with all the stuff that's going on in the industry, I think the industry itself is kind of like more thinking about the letting agents and the estate agents as opposed to the supplier industry. But there there are a few within the uh, camps like Property Mark that are aware that how important supplies are to the industry and are kind of championing the cause and want to get the whole agenda of how suppliers provide to the industry and also the, the importance of inventories really high on their agenda that's one of the biggest problems i think we do have in the industry at the moment is like i said that lack of support but and that's something certainly from an academy point of view we're trying to redress that and you know me i'm always talking about it always saying whatever i can and getting anybody to listen to me about how brilliant our suppliers are how brilliant you know assist infantries are how great clerks are in general and and how much they can really bring to the table the skills the expertise the knowledge base that goes often untapped and I just think we just got to get the industry to look at us in in a different light that we are not a nice to have like you said a bit of an add-on you know might save you a few pounds here but maybe I'd actually want to go somewhere else or I, I want to save money somewhere else because I don't really see the importance of inventories. We need to just change that mindset. And I think once we do that, uh, whether my inventories become mandatory, they might not need to because everybody sees the importance of it. But I sometimes think the industry needs to not only be champion, but also needs to champion itself as well. Yeah, I totally agree. A lot of education, I think, to to be had. I think it's all very well having these industry bodies with standards and, you know, from the AIIC or ALA, but I think 
you know, it'd just be great if the industry as a whole shifts its attitude towards inventories. And that's why you know, we've talked again uh, previously about good customer service, why it's important. What makes it important for you and for assist inventories? I think everyone has been at the end of bad customer service, like everybody. My, my mantra in life is treat others how you wish to be treated. And it's no different when translating that into providing uh, customer satisfaction. It's, it's not rocket science, really. No, I totally think, uh, agree. Yeah, and it's like, I think it's the little things as well that are important. Like, if someone, for example, asks me, you know, do you cover this area? And we don't, I I won't just say, oh, no, sorry, you know, we can't help. I'll give them a link to the AIIC, tell them where the search tool is so they can look for a clerk in their area. I'll save all my clients' names and numbers. So I answer the call, hi, John, you know, hello, Sally, Zoe here rather than just your standard good morning, assist infantry, Zoe speaking. So I think little little touches make a difference. It's, it's like the ripple effect, right? I totally agree. And you've also got obviously work streams as well, where you know, if you're not necessarily able to service that area, you could also use work streams in order to outsource, which means then your potential reach as a company becomes that much bigger because you're not necessarily having to lose that client to someone else. You can keep them in-house but use um, the Workstreams option in order to create that um, ability to do that report by using a, a third party that you know is tried and trusted. Trust, sorry, tried and trusted because of the fact of the, the you know the fact they're on the Workstreams in the first place. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it, like I said, it's how you want to be treated. You, I would like someone to say to me, oh, don't use that dry cleaner around the corner. These ones are 10 times better. And It is still relevant. Dry cleaning is still relevant because at the end of the day, it's a service. It's something that is important to you, something to be done and that, you know, you want to be able to, you know, give your clothes over to someone that will treat them with respect and give them back to you. In a, in a clean condition that you can then use is it's all supply it's all service related isn't it so it's, it's yeah. all part and parcel of that bigger industry and it's no different if you are going to Tesco's you're going to Sainsbury's or Asda's you, you, you want the same kind of level of service you want to be treated well you want to obviously treat people well as well um, which I think sometimes in certainly in the retail industry that doesn't happen a lot and and I think that's what it comes back down to what you're saying about those little touches making a difference of that ripple effect about if you don't get good customer service then that ripple effect will you know will continue down that line and impact on other areas and I think you mentioned to me before that also the the need for transparency and honesty also is a huge issue for you. Yeah, it's huge. I think if you bugger up, say it as it is, you know, no one is perfect. Companies are people, people make mistakes, but it's it's how you manage that error that makes all the difference to the customer. I mean, they're not always right, right? But making them feel listened to and valued and providing a solution, whatever that looks like, whatever that may be, goes a long way. It does, um, but I, um, I agree with you. And I think sometimes people are very wary of... Um, almost saying, mm, actually, I don't agree with you. I don't think you're right. Because they're always thinking, oh, they're going to go, they're going to leave me. They're going to go somewhere else. They, they won't value me. And, and sometimes I think the fact that you do say, I don't necessarily agree. And this is why I don't agree, but this is how I view it or what I would do differently and give them options. I think they they look at you thinking, actually, yeah, I, I can understand that. Or they might actually say, no, I don't agree with you. But isn't it nice to have a conversation and be able to 
almost like bounce off each other's ideas and understandings and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to agree you'll come to the same kind of solution but I think they then see you as a business as someone who's thinking you're not there just to say yes all the time you'll actually think you're actually thinking about them their um I suppose their reputation and the impact on potentially something that they are going to do like as you said earlier not having an inventory you say to them look if you don't have an inventory these are the potential issues these are the impacts going forward if they still make that decision then that's entirely up to them but at least you've done as much as you can to to inform them and I think certainly from uh, my experience working with letting agents they like that honesty, they like that integrity and that ability as a business to show them that actually you're so much more than just a clerk. So another quote of mine is, uh, we don't want to work for you, we want to work with you. So if they're asking for something that we know is not correct, if they're asking for a tenancy swap, for example, and they just want you know, a, an incorrect report done because the landlord doesn't want to pay for it, we'll explain why, we'll explain the the cons of having it done you know, in, in that way or the pros of having it done in the right way. And of course, they have to make their own decision what that's going to be. But I think having that dialogue and just being honest and upfront of whether it, it, might, it might mean that I'm losing out money on a report that they've asked for and I'm losing out money because I've suggested, well, actually, this is not what you need. What you need is this. And I might lose a couple of hundred quid saying that. But I, for me, it's important that I give them what they need and the right service. And they will thank you for that. They will they will probably look at that, you know, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe next week or something and think, actually, no, that was really helpful. Or the fact that you were honest enough to say to them, no, actually, you don't need this, you need that. Yes, you're going to lose that instruction. But the integrity um, that you gain from that, the uh, confidence, you know, your uh, client has in your services and you as a provider, um, that sometimes it doesn't come with a pound sign it really yeah. doesn't it's more about the fact that you've provided such a good service and that's what keeps companies and agents and service other service providers working with you because they feel confident they feel that the integrity is there that the honesty is there that you are looking out not just for your own interest but also theirs as well and Sometimes, again, in not just this is an industry, but in just in general in life, that's sometimes lacking. And I think people really do appreciate that level of kind of honesty coming from you as a provider. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've had calls from people looking to swap inventory providers because, you know, so-and-so who used to be really attentive and got bought up by bigger slash franchises and they felt they've ended up like on a conveyor belt, just the number. Mm reports are churned out standardized lack any important detail getting hold of the right person for any sort of last minute changes which happens a lot you know it's unlikely and they they just don't like it it's you know that people buy from people you know and I think that what we used to for example we used to have a pop-up on our website for online chat I mean everyone's got it everyone has a little pop-up you know Mm -hmm. here to help and I always question, you know, are you a real person? That's one of the first questions I always like, want to ask is, are you a bot or are you a real person? <laughs> but anyway, so we did it. Everyone else did it. But we took it away because in the busy times when we couldn't respond immediately, they would get a bot. And that's not what we're about. You know, I think going back to sort of customer service, I think it's it's giving that little bit extra, succeeding expectations, not just meeting them and, you know, and have in mind how, you know, how you want to be treated. 
today I saw a stat from Repit where it says 78% of UK customers want to interact with real people even more so as technology improves. So to me, technology is an enabler, but we yeah. want that human contact. We want that empathetic conversation where someone is on the end of that phone or or the end of the Zoom call, you know, depending on if that's how, how you conduct your business, so that they feel part and parcel of the conversation and not just being pushed off to a bot and just left to get on with it and and wait to see if you come back with anything or you get bored or uh, it gets so complicated, you just stop. And that's not good customer service. I mean, we are a people facing service, even though we are a lot of time when we're doing reports, we're not actually seeing anybody, but we are talking constantly to landlords, to tenants, to agents all the time. Um, And I think for us, certainly the technology, infantry-based, infantry-based academy and the app and everything that goes and underpins um, what we provide is about providing that efficiency, that technology to make that whole process quicker and better. But it's the humans, it's you, it's I, it's your clerks, um, your team that makes all the difference. Yeah, definitely. I, I can't. We can't lose sight of that. I think that technology is amazing. It's great. I couldn't do my job without you. Do you know what I mean? I really could not do my job without you guys. There has to be that human element. There has to be a a real person who understands what it is that they're doing at the end of the phone or at the end of the report or at the property to really help the agent, the landlord and the tenant understand exactly what it's there for and um, how it benefits them and it supports them and protects them. And that to me is what a good inventory stroke, checkout stroke, interim report does, it protects. Yes, totally agree with you. That's exactly how I and Assist view this. Great, well, we're definitely on the same page there. So that brings me to my last question, top tips. I love a good top tip. Um, <laughs> I'm always giving them, um, you know, anybody that ever listens to me and anybody that doesn't listen to me, I'll still give them top tip whether they like it or not. Um, but so for you, what is what would say is your top tip? What could you tell our podcast listeners that you feel that is really helpful, certainly for people coming into the industry, looking to either work as a clerk, set up their own business? What, what would you say? I love a top tip as well. I mean, subscribe to our newsletter for some more of those. Plug, plug. Oh, shameless plug. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's all important, isn't it? There's, you know, I don't think there's like a shiny golden nugget that I can bestow upon you. But I think, I mean, going back to like, you know, important is your staff. A part of a business of success is your staff. I think for clerks, they are the face of the uh, of our business. You know, we're behind the desk. We're sort of like, you know, the little ducks under the water and our legs going underneath and the, and the swans on top of our clerks. You know, I think it's uh, to ha- for them to have a real can-do attitude really goes a long way and being respectful when it comes to meeting tenants. You know, you're not just representing your company, but you're also representing the agents, your clients move in house can be really stressful and sometimes the clerk is the first actual person the tenant has seen in that whole process of renting a new home they don't always know that the clerk is a third party and they might ask you questions like you know uh, what is it like in the area or you know can that sofa be removed they they can arrive a little vexed so clerks do need to take a calm approach you know be flexible be courteous and not in a rush to to get to the next job you know it can make a big difference I think a a happy tenant is like you know is a happy client and finally I think remembering that your customers are 
people, not just an income, and be respectful, mindful, and, you know, most importantly, kind, you know, in all areas of your life, really. It, it can't do any harm, can it? No, I totally agree. And sometimes top tips doesn't necessarily uh, are meant to give you like that instant, oh, yeah, I've got to go and do that. I've got to go and implement it. Sometimes it's remembering, like you said, that customer service and the fact is that friendly smile, that can-do attitude. You might not be able to help, but you can certainly help signpost. You can give some advice or at least then feedback to your client. Say, look, this has happened. You need to have a word with either the tenant or landlord, or you might have a problem here. So I'm giving you the heads up now so you can get on top of it and be ready for for it rather than it become a, a bigger issue down the line. And I think sometimes we forget just doing those things and that, that like I said, being happy and being helpful goes such a long way, not just like you said um, about how you're perceived, but also how the customer sees and the agents perceived. And it all reflects on, I think certainly now that we're in this digital age where we're all on social media and everybody's got an opinion, you know, you do need to be mindful of that because people react to that and people also look to you as a service to ensure that you're also providing all of that kind of support and advice and guidance, um, but also make it a pleasurable experience because sometimes, as we both know, things don't, don't go right when renting. Things happen yeah. or things don't happen, um, you know, and people get upset and, like you said, a, bit, a little bit stressed and a little bit vexed. And, you know, we sometimes we can make that difference. Um, I've often had conversations with tenants where they've been really, really upset, but because we're a third party, they will listen to us. They will take the time because we've got no vested interest. We're there just to uh, provide a service and we can help them understand and de-escalate and just make it a more pleasurable experience. And sometimes just having that conversation with someone slightly outside of the process, as you as you put it, you know, outside that lettings um, process itself has makes all the difference. In it. And it can go from a very upset tenant to a more helpful and, and happier, more or de-stressed tenant than maybe it would have been if we hadn't had those conversations. So um, I think, you know, we do, and certainly our clerks do a, a fabulous job. And yeah. in a way, the Your People's Award has uh, showcased exactly how assist inventories are taking the lead in regards to good customer service. But also, I think in the wider industry with the awards um, that we've got going on at the moment, we're in award season. It's not just a pat on the back, but I think it's also showcasing how good as a service industry we really do perform. And it's nice to see people, see yourself, see assist inventories and also other suppliers um, recognised in the industry. Yeah, really excited for this industry, actually, and looking forward to, to seeing you, hopefully, at the Negotiator Awards. It'd be nice to put a, uh, a face to the Zoom. <laughs> yep, I'm hoping to be there. Certainly, That's certainly the intention, and we're up for three awards as well. Right, well, Zoe, it's been an absolute pleasure. I think we've covered uh, a lot of really good and useful information and topics, especially around customer service being very, very much key to our industry and certainly to assist inventories. Well done on your People's Award, and thank you very much indeed for uh, joining us. And if you do want to get in touch with um, Zoe and assist inventories, I'll make sure that the contact details are in the show notes so thank you zoe good luck with negotiators hopefully i'll see you then thank you goodbye stay safe thanks for joining us this week on the inventory professional podcast if you've enjoyed the show subscribe to our podcast now and share the love this podcast was brought to you by inventory base providers of industry leading property inspection software accredited training and on-demand property reports